Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of How I Teach with the Language Arts Lady. It is Thanksgiving weekend, and so I'm going to kind of make this a little bit short uh, to get this out to you on Tuesday, November 30th. Um, also, my voice is <clears throat> very off because I had some grandkids for a week and they gave me a cold, which went to an ear infection, which went to a sinus infection. So this is the best I have had for a while. So this is what we get. All right, today I'm excited, of course, once again, to talk to you about um, how to teach language arts, writing, grammar, usage, spelling, reading, um, just all the things, <laughs> editing, right? And today I am going to be talking to you about uh, advanced writing boxes. So let's, before we get into that, let's do our housekeeping. You have two ways to consume teachers, uh, to consume hit how I teach. Uh, one is through the teachers, one is through audio, and that is at your favorite podcast provider. And if you do that, I recommend that you have this your teacher's notebook sheets in front of you. The other way is to watch the video. And uh, that is with my PowerPoint presentation that has the contents of the teacher's notebook in it. Either way, I recommend that you hop on over to, let me get to the end of this, that you hop on over to the blog and grab your teacher's notebook for this week. Uh, it is episode number 38, but while you are there, you can also um, grab previous week's episodes. There are 38, and they are at languageartsladyblog.com forward slash how I teach. All right, so the other beautiful thing about the teacher's notebook is that it is available for you to have as lessons with your students. So every one of them has something that you can use with your students. This one actually has uh, one of the paragraphs <clears throat> uh, fully in their writing box stage, as you can see here, um, for you to use with your um, second grade through middle schooler. So um, yeah, grab your teacher's notebooks, print them all off and um, then you will be ready to roll with uh, teaching from them actually for your classroom or your homeschool. All righty, so without further ado, I am going to go into the PowerPoint. Here we go. Okay, so I am Donna Reesh. I am a curriculum author and a 32-year uh, veteran uh, homeschool teacher, <clears throat> as well as um, a private tutor and uh, a uh, teacher author on Teachers Pay Teachers. So today I'm going to be talking to you about there, sorry, about the writing boxes. <clears throat> so this came from a frosty writing document that is level one. So that means second and third grade, but this is pretty ambitious for second and third grade. And I'll explain that to you in just a moment. So uh, you can really use the advanced writing boxes uh, with your advanced second graders all the way up to um, sixth grade um, easily. I have sixth graders right now who are begging for a new set of writing boxes. I have about a dozen of them. 
And I always test them before I put them into my books or before I put them up at Teachers Pay Teachers. And I have, um, I don't know, at least a half dozen kids in various classes out of my um, elementary and middle school writing classes who, and language arts, who are asking, when are we gonna do more writing boxes? When are we gonna do more writing boxes? So um, I told them that we would do them after the first of the year because uh, I'm testing some other books with them right now, some other writing projects with them right now. And we have already done this one. We tested this in the last um, three Christmas seasons. So, um, so <clears throat> the writing boxes look like this. And there's a story behind how they came about. So this is the top half of the page. It says A1A, there are boxes. So you'll know you're in the right place if you are listening and you have your document in front of you and you have A1A, A1B, A1C, A1D, and so forth. Right, so this is the top half of a page because you know this is landscape and um, teacher's notebook sheets are portrait. So this is the top half of a um, writing box page, and this is the bottom half. So you can see that it takes up the entire page um, of a, an eight and a half by 11 regular you know, curriculum size page. All right, so how this came about actually is that I used to co-teach with my sons, two of my sons and I taught together. Uh, one of them taught together while he was in college uh, I taught with him while he was in college um, and when he was doing distant learning for a couple of years before he went to Moody Bible College in person. And um, he's now a pastor and lives in the area. And then the other one uh, that I taught, who I taught with, I taught with for many, many years, probably, oh, probably 15 years. He was uh, one of our primary teachers. He taught uh, language arts, writing, literature, um, economics, government world history, U.S. history, uh, speech, debate, um, worldview, just, um, uh, I don't even know, so many things. Uh, but one of the things that we did that I got to do with him was teach my complete language arts program together with him together, character quality language arts for local students. And um, I came into his classroom one day. Uh, we took turns, like he took a class, I took a class, then we traded roles. Um, and he was the taker in her. So he was a person who graded everything, took in everything, went over all of their assignments with them that they had had and uh, graded them aloud. That's a, a really important thing that we do in my programs is it's very unusual for students to hand in something other than their papers. It's very unusual for them to hand in a uh, language arts assignment, a grammar assignment, a usage assignment, um, spelling assignment, homophones, uh, structural analysis, anything like that for it to be graded and given back to them. That is very unusual because one of our teaching methods is that we grade together orally. And uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have a, um, an editor duty podcast broadcast for you in which I uh, will teach you how I grade verbally with my students um, on the editor duty. And it's just really um, important that we do that because we can hand them back a paper that's been graded. They can look at the grade at the top and then that's it, right? But when we grade together and they put the, the assignment in front of them and I go over the answers and I give them all the teaching again, basically. So I taught the lesson the previous week and then they got to have the assignment. And then when they brought it back, I'm essentially reteaching 
um, pieces of that as assignment to them while we grade. And <clears throat> so uh, he was that person. So he took everything in and graded verbally with them and uh, uh, did their spelling test and did their dictation quiz and did their think fast quiz and so forth. Um, and uh, one day I came into his classroom and he had uh, these columns up on the uh, whiteboard and he had a sentence like this. And then he had columns that he was having students do this writing box process. He didn't call it writing boxes, but he was having students do this writing box process um, <clears throat> with him uh, aloud. And he was putting their answers on the board. And um, it was, it, it, he, we, he usually never had time to do anything extra because you know, it take, took so much time to, to take in everything and to quote unquote reteach, right, uh, the lessons. Um, but whenever we uh, were having a holiday coming up or something like that, he would uh, have extra time uh, because we didn't have as much to grade since they weren't doing as much on the holidays. So um, he had this on his board in columns, something very similar to this. And I said, what is that? And he said, uh, it's another way of that I'm teaching them to break down their sentences from a source and make it their own. And it is also a way that I'm teaching them how to use describers better and adjectives and adverbs. And I was like, but that's not, that's not mine. <laughs> that's not in my book, you know, here I am. You know, I've written over a hundred books and over 50,000 pages and I'm very offended that my son is using something that's not mine. No, it was, it was actually kind of funny because I was like, but, but, but that's not mine. And he was like, no, I'm making it up. And um, so I ran with it and uh, developed the writing boxes and they have gotten really great reviews from reviewers. So I've been really excited about that. But even more importantly is that they work with students extremely well, A, and B, they, um, uh, they uh, are, uh, um, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, they work with, oh, they work with students extremely well and students love them, right? As I mentioned before. So <clears throat> I'm still a little foggy on my brain. So with, a, with this um, sinus infection, it just, it really affected everything. I was surprised. Anyway, I don't know what, what you know about sinus infections, but I didn't know that that was why my gums hurt. That was why my teeth hurt. Um, it was, that was why I was in a brain fog and I still am a little bit. All right. So uh, without further ado, let me tell you all about the writing boxes. So this is the advance and you have an entire paragraph's worth of writing box lessons here. See, look, all of those to use with your students. Okay. So be sure you grab this. Um, your students will love it. All right. So um, there are two levels of writing boxes. So the basic writing box has just the top half which is this half here. And um, when I'm going through this with you, I'll tell you when the basic stops, but the top half of the page, it does not have the bottom half. So it just has the sentence dissection, so to speak, like synonyms, coming up with words that mean the same, rewriting in your own words, um, uh, making, it, making a sentence that you get from a source, your own, which is essentially what we do in keyword outlines and CQLA and in sentence by sentence outlines with a given source and all of my um, uh, meaningful composition and my month long programs and my teachers pay teachers um, programs. So, uh, and then the advanced writing boxes have this first top half as well as the second half. 
All right. So uh, the writing boxes start with paragraphs entirely. All right. Um, you, you know, not to rant again. I know I rant a lot on here, but not to rant again. But, um, you know, I do not assign a certain number of words when I give writing assignments. I had that when I was in school. I remember having that. And I remember reading it in 98, 96. And when I needed 100 and just going back in and sticking anything in. All right. Um, words are important <laughs> because they are parts of speech and they're what, you know, makes that they're what make up sentences. Words make up sentences. However, uh, meaning really comes from sentences and meaning really comes from paragraphs. So in my programs, I always assign um, a certain number of paragraphs with a certain number of sentences in each paragraph. And that just reiterates to my students that a paragraph is a unit of thought. And uh, I mentioned this before, my students do not leave me, even if they like some kids will, will come to me through junior high, then they go to school or something like that in high school. And even if they leave at the end of junior high, they, uh, to go to private or public school, they do not have any problems with paragraph breaks. And it is in part because every since they've been with me for writing in second grade, if they came that young, they have learned that a paragraph is a unit of thought. And a paragraph um, contains one aspect. And when we change thoughts, we change aspects, we change paragraphs. And I talked about this a lot in some of the beginning essay broadcasts. Um, the very first one actually, uh, episode number one was um, writing about your three favorites from Peter Pan. So in that, or you can do this with any anything, your three favorites of anything. Right now, um, my middle schoolers are doing, um, well, they're my um, fourth, fifth, and some sixth graders. They are doing um, three favorite uh, Christmas traditions um, of their family. So you can do this with anything. This was three favorites of Peter Pan. So three favorite characters from Peter Pan. But I have a lot. My first essays are all um, three of something. <laughs> uh, well, my first essays are one paragraph essays, right? But after that, my, my essays are three of something because it's easy to teach where paragraph breaks are when you have three things that they're bringing together. So in the case of the Christmas decorations, they are writing about three Christmas decorations, three Christmas traditions that the family has. And then they are um, going to add a, a fact to each one from the Googles. And um, they are very distinct. They know that when they change from, you know, uh, Christmas tree lights to baking Christmas cookies, they change paragraphs. So the same was true in the number one episode that I did about three favorite Peter Pan characters. We know that if we're doing Wendy in the first one and we're doing Tinkerbell in the second one, we don't do Tinkerbell in the Wendy paragraph, right? And then I have, I just have a lot of these actually, um, the um, paragraph houses. When, that's episode seven, when they have two different paragraph houses, they know that the first one, I think this was characters from Beauty and the Beast, uh, for second and third grade. The first one is one character. The second one in the paragraph house is the other one. And so that de that defines their paragraph breaks for that. Um, episode number 13, I had Beauty and the Beast, three castle friends. And again, 
that's easy. That is a very, very easy uh, division. Before that, I started with 16 with one favorite concession at a fair, carnival, or um, amusement park. So this concept of the paragraph breaks is super important. <laughs> and it is why I teach sentences make up paragraphs. Sentences are, are you know, information, that's our content, but they make up paragraphs and paragraphs make up essays, reports, and stories. All right, so they first of all get the three paragraphs that they're going to be doing writing boxes over. And this is um, a story and uh, stories are really nice to teach students how to do a keyword outline from, how to do a sentence by sentence outline from, how to do writing boxes from. Um, it's really nice to do with stories because they can literally embellish in any way they want without concern that they're going to get away from um, the real, you know, the, the facts, right? Because if they're writing from a sentence by sentence outline over, um, what did my kids just have? Volcanoes. Oh, was it earthquakes? One, one, the elementary had earthquakes, the middle schoolers had volcanoes. And so if they were going to, you know, use the source that I gave them about earthquakes um, and they don't know as much about it, they, they sometimes are hesitant to change as much, right? And make it their own when they use that source because they might not feel as comfortable knowing um, the content. When it comes to story writing though, the embellishments are just so much easier to do and the changes that they want to make are so much easier to make. So um, anyway, story writing is great for this. And a lot of the writing boxes are um, um, story writing. Uh, um, they are, uh, oh my Lord, there's so many. <laughs> they are like um, the story of Peter Pan, the story of Beauty and the Beast, the story of um, Cinderella, the story of the Three Little Pigs, uh, Chicken Little, uh, Mulan, just so many uh, writing boxes. So they are wonderful tools to use and stories really lend themselves well. All right, so here we have our POBA, which means paragraph of body A. Now, the reason that I do this is because I want the kids to get used to thinking of, um, especially in the case of essays and research reports, thinking of these as body paragraphs, knowing that later they will potentially, not in this situation, but they will potentially add an opening paragraph and a closing paragraph. So that's why even if I just have paragraph one, paragraph two, paragraph three, like I do here for the story writing um, from this source, that is why I also use the POBs. Paragraph of body A, paragraph of body B, paragraph of body C. <clears throat> it, I have other, me, other reasons behind it. Like this is the beginning of how they outline their paragraphs. They, you know, Roman numeral one is the big topic. Par capital A is the paragraph topic and little numbers are sentence topics. So it, it serves a lot of purposes, right? It is the beginning of paragraph breaks. It is the beginning of understanding that you have body paragraphs in research, in reports and essays, and then you have opening and closing paragraphs. It is the beginning of formal outlining without them even knowing it, just the way I, the way I give my outline lines to them. Okay, so we have a group of children were playing in the snow. They build a snowman, they put a broomstick in his hand. They made his two eyes out of coal. Then they set a hat on his head. Suddenly he moved and danced. I will tell you that after you use this, this one, you can go to Teachers Pay Teachers and uh, buy other writing boxes 
they're not expensive at all and um, use them with your students or you can buy my full one month write for a month books and um, nearly all of the level ones and level twos of write for a month have a writing box in them uh, writing box lesson in them but you can also easily do this on your own. I mean, think about how Joshua was doing it. You know, he had put a sentence on the board in a column on the left, and then they did all of the steps that I'm going, about to go over with you here. All right, so um, the, if you do, if you make your own, you know, I always like to go bump up or bump down. So if you make your own, you want to be sure that uh, if you're doing second and third grade, that they are simple sentences. So um, I, when I, when my writing assistant, Zach Kaiser, uh, writes things for me. He, he writes, he wrote this, he writes all of the samples and models and things for me now. Uh, when he writes for me, I give him a list. And so I tell him, you know, this is going to be frosty writing boxes. It's going to be three paragraphs. I want each paragraph to be four to six sentences long, three to five, whatever, whatever I want it to be, depending on what use I have for it. Cause you know, I have samples in every product project. Um, <clears throat> don't look at me started on that rant, right? <laughs> so, um, and I will say, you know, preferably no compounds, definitely no complex sentences and uh, uh, beginning um, simple sentence openers. So maybe adverb openers like this suddenly, okay? And, uh, and I will say, you know, second and third grade level. And I, but I'm a, my, I, my background is reading education in my master's work. So, you know, leveling isn't very difficult for me to see, you know, what level this is and who can read it and so forth. Um, but with him, the way that I, because his back, his, uh, his area of expertise is history, a lot like my son who also wrote examples for me, Joshua, before um, he became a nurse, but uh, his background is history. So I, and he is very smart. So I tell him, you know, how I want it laid out so that it becomes second or third grade level. So I tell him, like I said, the, you know, sentences that are, you know, six to 10 words, uh, you know, no compounds, no complexes, those kind of things. And that way they, I get the level that I want for the project that I need it for. Okay. So then that first paragraph, a group of children playing in the snow, that is going to be <clears throat> a sentence, sentences from that will be in every writing box. So this is the top of the first sentence, bottom of the first sentence, top of the second sentence, bottom of the second sentence, top of the third sentence. And you can see that there are, there are three, okay, and then we four, that's the fourth sentence in the paragraph. <clears throat> and then five, that's the fifth sentence in the paragraph. And then six, that's the sixth sentence, and then we're done. So this, this paragraph has six sentences in it. <clears throat> so writing boxes have the sentences in the first box. And then they have a series of boxes and, and tasks that students do. So I'm just gonna walk through these, these tasks with you um, before I uh, show you the amazing, amazing uh, answer key suggested answers that uh, Zach has created for the writing boxes. He does such a great job of giving teachers the, the answer, so to speak, so that they don't have to be on their phone or on their iPad you know, looking up synonyms <laughs> to help the students. They have a, a, um, an amazing, they take forever. They just take so much, so much time to write those samples. So I'm going to go through those with you too. All right, so here we have the sentence. This first one tells them exactly what to put over here. But once, once, this, once the first sentence is done, then they put 
um, whatever they want over here. So I'm going to go to actually to sentence two. But the first one tells them what words out of here to highlight and what words out of the sentence to put over here. And then they go from there. So let's go to um, let's go to sentence three. They put a broomstick in his hand. So they're going to put uh, three uh, words. They put broomstick hand. Okay. And then they are going to choose three to five synonyms or substitute words for those four words. See, these are packed with content. I mean, think about how we give just a synonym worksheet. I mean, this is, this is packed with synonyms. It's packed with sentence development. It's packed with adjectives, it's packed with adverbs. Um, <coughs> things that we take many, many, many worksheets to teach are all in the writing boxes. All right, so then they highlight the word that they want for they, the word they want for put, the word they want for broomstick, the word they want for hand, and they rewrite this sentence in their own words. So they will come on here and write, uh, they put a broomstick in his hand in their own words on line A3E right there with no describers added yet. Okay, this is the point at which the beginning writing boxes end. And normally the second and third grade uh, products have um, just basic writing boxes. Okay, so then we go on though for the advanced writing boxes, they have the bottom half of the page. And this is when they are going to put three words from their new sentence here, and then they're going to write describers for them. Now, we don't say adverbs and adjectives here because it depends on the word they put up here. So if they put a noun or pronoun up here, they will um, often get, they will get adjectives, right? If they put verbs up here, they will get, um, a just, if they put a verb here, they will get an adverb as the describer, right? So um, anyway, that, the, the, so in this case, they're working on adjectives and adverbs because they will put nouns and verbs here. All right, and then they write, <clears throat> then they highlight, the word that they like the best, the describer they like the best, and then they come over here and put it in their final sentence. Okay, so that is writing the writing box process. Then they come here and they take their last sentence. So I come along and I we do this in class, but they circle this last sentence, sentence with describers added. They go to every page and they circle those, and then they pull out this page or they get the they keyboard, they key it on the computer and they open their writing boxes and they put those sentences together in a complete paragraph form. Again, sentences make up paragraphs. All right, this is longer than I thought. <laughs> so <coughs> here we have um, a sample, I mean, um, uh, yeah, the sample of the paragraph. So this is what the new paragraph looks like. One of my favorite things to do in writing boxes is to read the original and then have a student read his. Then I read the original and have another student read his. Then I read the original and have another student read his out loud. They are so excited because the original is very plain, very short, no compound sentences, not tons of describers because we want them to have the opportunity to add the describers to it. And so then they get something like this, instead of the one that I read to you at first, uh, which was just this, oh, sorry, a group of children playing in the snow, they built a snowman, they put a broomstick in his hand, et cetera, et cetera. 
sorry, they get something like this. A large crowd of excited kids were frolicking in the fresh snowfall. The energetic bunch quickly constructed a snow statue. The creative youngsters carefully lodged a ragged broom in his arm. The determined children cleverly formed his two missing eyeballs out of charcoal. Then they carefully settled a worn headpiece on the snowman's hard scalp. Unexpectedly, he joyfully stirred and excitedly capered. Isn't capered such a great verb? Oh my word, I just love it when students use great verbs. Now this is Zach, but you know, you get the idea. <clears throat> so <clears throat> this is <clears throat> the beauty that I was talking about of the writing boxes. It has your exact page um, made smaller that the students just had with potential answers. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> I will never, I'll just be honest, I will never ever sell enough writing boxes in this world, I don't think, to pay for all of these um, samples uh, and teacher, uh, teachers, I don't know, answer key, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, that we have made for all the writing boxes, <laughs> but they are very teacher friendly, and that's what I love about it, too. All right, so here's Zach's sample, right, of that one. Um, here, they set a hat on his head, highlight set, highlight hat, highlight his, highlight head, put set hat his head here, put new words here, your synonyms, so you don't have to be on your phone looking up synonyms on, um, you know, on the thesaurus on an, uh, or have a thesaurus, a, a physical thesaurus there. Uh, you can use Zach's answers here. And then there's the new sentence. Um, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> here is the final sentence after they added their describers. So they decided uh, to put suddenly moved and dance and describe those. And um, it's just, it's just amazing. Okay, so that is the end of the writing box lesson. So you can see why students love this so much. They, they enjoy coming up with things. It is extremely directed. You know, I talk a lot about how my programs uh, and my uh, products and my lessons are have the directed writing approach, meaning that nothing is vague, nothing is left to their, you know, uh, imagination, nothing as far as like, what do I do here? It's not, it's not left to their imagination. It's not left up to them to figure out what am I supposed to do? It is so directed and writing boxes are clearly a great sample, example of that directed writing. This is like the epitome of directed writing and they always know what to do, right? We do a couple together, and then they do a couple each week and then they bring them back and then they put them all together in their paragraphs. So that is one of the three paragraphs of the passage um, writing box lesson that you can use and then the answer key that goes with it. So anyway, thank you for joining me for um, how I teach Christmas edition, right? So we had um, uh, before and after character description of Scrooge, like a, a literary analysis um, uh, paragraph, well, two literary analysis paragraphs for um, high schoolers. Love, love, love that lesson. Uh, we had the elephant the shoemaker, <clears throat> twice told tales, <clears throat> and we had advanced writing boxes with Frosty. So we're going to have a few more, and then I'm also going to have in here my planner, and I will be going over with you my planner and whether you use my planner or not, um, I will be teaching time management techniques through that episode. So um, I uh, was doing time management coaching, love, love, love coaching on time management 
Um, but you know, there's not enough quote unquote time for everything. So, okay, so be sure you grab your teacher's notebook sheets. And here are some products that are related to this. As I said, the level ones and level twos almost always have writing boxes in them. These are just the free products that you can get at languageartsladyblog.com forward slash freebies. Um, then these are all of the level, not all, but many of the levels one and two product, projects that are very directed <clears throat> that you might use with your students. They're not all writing boxes. See, this is Alice in Wonderland writing boxes. This is Beauty and the Beast writing boxes. This is Advanced Beauty and the Beast writing boxes. This is Frosty writing boxes. This is a Dumbo writing boxes. <clears throat> this is Little Red Riding Hood writing boxes. <clears throat> so, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So they are not all um, writing boxes, but they are all more of the creative writing, sentence by sentence outlinings, meet the characters, paragraph house outlining, um, various levels one and levels, level, levels one and two products, projects that you can do uh, with your second and third grader or fourth, fifth and sixth grader. Um, so you can check those out um, at Teachers Pay Teachers for the individual lessons and at languageartsladystore.com for the uh, month-long books. So thank you for joining. Oh, Meaningful Comp. These all have writing boxes in them. Uh, meaningful Comp 2-1, and the Jumpstart remediation book. I think it might have two in it. Um, so anyway, thank you for joining me. It's my pleasure to teach you how I teach. And I look forward to seeing you next week.